Where we watch nostalgic movies and decide whether they hold up or throw down. Or throw down. We've got a very special episode today. We've got guests, first time guests. We've got comedians, Christopher Schmidt. Hey. And Joan LaRosa. Hey. Very excited to have you guys. Thanks for coming. Very excited to be here. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Chris and I know each other from improv classes. We have tread the boards and done improv together and made some magic yes and we've laughed quite a bit oh so many so much laughter (laughs) and i've just met joan hey she knows chris which i'm pretty excited about this another member of the milwaukee comedy scene oh yeah a thriving scene thriving oh yes thrive to survive bigger and bigger and of course we've got the lovable the talented the vegan Isaac is here. <laughs> mm. it's Rule of three, right there. For sure. Um, so before we uh, kick off a very special, just endearing, tender movie that we're gonna go over today. Yeah, yeah. So tender. I just want to ask you guys both, uh, what movies were nostalgic for you? Because that's the point of this podcast: is the cloudiness of nostalgia and like what represents your childhood in film. Besides Swamp Thing, of course. <laughs> oh, I just said the name of the movie. Well, Swamp, Swamp Thing kind of ties into it. Like, I, I chose Swamp Thing for a very particular reason. Uh, I think, like, with nostalgia movies, I think about movies uh, I would go see with my dad a lot. Like, my dad took me to see uh, all the Star Wars movies, you know, the Superman movies. And, like, one day he took me to see Swamp Thing, which is <laughs> insane because I didn't even know Swamp Thing was a thing. Like, I wasn't asking to see it at all. He, like, chose that movie, which mm. is, uh, it's like a, it's a weird movie. It's a really weird movie to bring a kid to. But I loved it, too, because it was so insane. So uh, I have this, this weird memory of seeing that in the theater and not really knowing why I was there. <laughs> it's a really bizarre movie. <laughs> yeah. Dads are, dads are good with movie choices sometimes. <laughs> My dad was all about, like, he would go from like the highbrow action to just the lowest common denominator, like your real bad Van Dams and Seagulls, which I still love. You know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you over there? Um, I feel like the biggest nostalgic movie for me is Star Wars. I know it's cliche, but like I remember if we were ever sick um, and had to stay home from school, my mom would let us watch it, and like me and my brother would purposely get sick at the same time just mm-hmm. to watch all three of them. Um, but like for me, I guess. Like, the biggest one is Jurassic Park. Nice. And it's still my all-time favorite movie. Mm -hmm. So I had never heard of uh, Swamp Thing until Chris asked me to watch Swamp Thing. (laughs) It's as left-field a choice today as it was back then. (laughs) And I thought you were talking, like, the old movie monster Swamp Thing... Which this is not. This is this is based off of a graphic novel. Yeah, that's correct. Which is like this is like really early to the game for this because this is all we see in theaters it's like now. DC, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. DC. It's, it's the weirdest. Alan it's Moore. the weirdest comic book character to have gotten a movie back then. Like back then, there had been a Superman movie. There hadn't been a big Batman movie. There hadn't been a Flash movie. There hadn't been a Green Lantern movie. They looked past all those guys, <laughs> and they were like, "Hey, who's the guy? The Swamp Monster? Let's do one of him." <laughs> They had, we had that it's... Billy Zane movie, the the um, oh, the uh, Phantom, the Phantom. We had oh, that. I, love that movie. Such a good movie. I bet you do just Billy Zane and leotard on a horse. Yeah, purple, <laughs> purple leotard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Well, I guess I mean we should just get into it. The 1982 
Wes Craven, by the way, which like I didn't think there was a Wes Craven movie I hadn't seen. I did. I had uh, all these years. I had no clue that was him. That was another. Like I wanted to say, I wanted to take a look at it and see if it looks like a Wes Craven mm-hmm. movie. He did like a Nightmare on Elm Street and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Yep. And, yep. And uh, Scream and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like one of the first directors that comes up when you think about horror movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This one uh, doesn't doesn't feel like a Wes Craven movie to me, but. Uh, before we get into it, we'll go around the table. It'll be a little weird for you and I, and I guess for you as well, because we always ask, did this movie hold up for you? Um, ab- absolutely. <laughs> 100%. Better. Better than I remembered it. I've seen it. I saw it when I was a kid when my dad took me that time. I was probably about like eight years old or something like that then. And then I think I saw it once in high school. And in high school, seeing it, I was like, wait, this is what was happening in this movie? This is... This is insane. <laughs> and then, so that's, this is like another, like, 15 years after that. I'm like, I want to see it one more time and see. It's, it was, yeah. It, uh, it changed me. I'm not the same person I was. As like, a, as, like, a little kid, it's got to be kind of hard to really comprehend what's going on in that movie too much, you know? It so, moves so fast. It's it just nonstop. It's a crisp hour and a half, including commercials and that opening. And, like, 90... <laughs> a lot of chases. 75 yes. of those 90 minutes are chase-based. It's there so much chase. A lot of chase <laughs> And well, the rest of it is fight scenes. Well, just real quick, what did you guys think of this movie? Um, well, I, I liked it. Like, I mean, seeing it for the first time, I liked it. It was it was really cheesy '80s like horror, and I think it's supposed to be like a like a spoof on '50s horror. See, here's this is what I, I saw that too. Okay, so Wes Craven said this, but I call it bullshit because I would say the same thing if I made a movie and it ended up being cheesy. If I was like, oh, I'm making like a period piece he set just, in Russia, and it went like if it bombed, I'd be like, I was making a spoof on just period pieces in Russia. He's yeah. covering his ass, just like yeah. Mm-hmm. But who knows? I mean, I felt like it was 100% straight faced. That's how yeah, I. Felt. If you see, if you see, Return of Swamp Thing, Return of Swamp Thing has its tongue in its cheek. That one is making a joke out of itself. I felt there like there was a lot of sincerity There's in a Swamp huge Thing. Difference between the two. Mm-hmm. Um, we watched Return of Swamp Thing afterwards, of course. I didn't even know there was a and sequel. And there's there's a big difference, but I I was actually really impressed because when I came into this, I all I knew about it was the title basically in his brief description, but it it was actually really well made except for the ratio of chase to plot <laughs> but like chase. there was so much um so much going on that mm-hmm. i was like this is actually a pretty good movie mm-hmm. it, it's ripe for having the benny hill theme put over those chases <laughs> oh for sure but swamp thing is like a deep soul he's like like an oh. edward scissorhands mm-hmm. you could like you really uh there was some pathos there in the in the quiet moments between the chasing yeah, it could have done with some more quiet moments. His, mm-hmm. his talking scenes are my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I love his face, because his face, this is great for podcast, just looks like he's indifferent all the time. He's like... <laughs> right? <laughs> well, he hasn't, he hasn't learned how to express himself in this new form yet. I feel like they put that, that ridge over his nose, that triangular <laughs> ridge... And then that restricted his his expressions. I don't know. I feel like the costume designer probably regretted that. He didn't need to move his face. His words carried all of his emotion. <laughs> there were some great words. I think we have those written down. Yeah. Well, before we get deep, um, Chris, would you like to read the opening prompt of the beginning of the movie? Do you have that? If not, I have I've never ready. wanted to do anything more. Oh, I had a feeling. <laughs> all right. Uh, uh, page one. Uh, not long ago in the unexplored reaches of an unmapped swamp. The creative genius of one man collided 
with another's evil dream, and a monster was born. There's, there's, and that's not more. it. There's, there's more. more. That's, there's more. That's where it should end. But when you oh, okay. when you watch it, it hangs that yeah. long between. You're like, okay, and then another one comes it's up. It's enough time for someone to lick their fingers <laughs> and turn the page. Uh, okay, here's the second part. Um, so a monster was born, too powerful to be destroyed, too intelligent to be captured. This being still pursues its savage dream. We're gonna get some uh, that creepy eerie music in the backtracking that later. Oh yeah, we're gonna add that in post. And this is these words; they're just over like a camera that like trails across a swamp. So it's just that, and then yellow lettering. Great score. We we have to we let's let's talk about this right off the gate. Let's talk about this before we do anything else. This movie looks like the only movie Wes Craven's ever seen was Star Wars. And he thought that's just how you had to make oh, movies. the edit swipes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the swipes. No, the There's so many wipes. The swamps. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the goosebumps. That's what like I kept saying. Yes. Swipe. Yeah. But then there were a few of them that were like wavy <laughs> swipes. And uh, I think there was one... There was one. when... Right oh, after Swamp oh, Thing, oh. right after Swamp Thing first emerges, there's like an ooze swipe. Yeah. Which yes. is really nice because it ties in. And after the boat explodes, there's like an explosion swipe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like notes. I feel like he just learned swipes, and he was like, "Okay, so I gotta use every one." Like you don't want to do it the same way every time, mm-hmm. or it gets boring. He yeah. made uh, the last house on the left before this, which is a choppy looking movie, but he didn't use fucking swipes. <laughs> <for that. laughs> Could you imagine the last house on the left with those swipes? As long as I still get some Benny Hill in there, too. But so, it has, like, the swipes, and, like, Star Wars is the only movie that's ever been ballsy enough to just swipe, like, that in, that many swipes. And then also, it begins with a crawl like that, begins with that, and even the first line, not long ago, in the unexplored reaches of an unmapped swamp. Yeah. Like, he's like, okay, so you gotta start with uh, wording that gives you the location. That's how you gotta do exposition. Uh, can we get... Can, uh, can we I get... jump in and say that this is an English writer? Wes Craven is literally... He was an English professor. <laughs> okay, okay. I can appreciate that. You should that. know better, I'm saying. <laughs> That's poetic, though. You know, it's deep-sounding. It's so deep. And then he was like, okay, can we get John Williams to score it? No. <laughs> can we get, like... The, the buyer's choice version of John Williams. Yeah, this, Absolutely. His brother who has synthetics. <laughs> the score to Swamp Things is like when you really wanted to get Now That's What I Call Music Volume Whatever oh, and then yeah. you couldn't afford that so you got the cassette that was like all the favorite <laughs> hits. And it, it's, but it's got um, all the classic style marks of John Williams mm-hmm. for the triplets, like the dramatic French horn. And the way it like dances with the action is beautiful. Yeah. Uh, and this is more sound editing. There is. Uh, guys... It's that like old school kind of thing where like if a guy peeks but from behind a tree, you're gonna get a like. <laughs> yeah, that. I'm saying like there is point. Have you guys ever heard of the Wilhelm scream? Yeah, yeah, we, we were talking right? about that. Right. This is a thing where it's like this like scream and like the most uh, popular one is like there's one where in Star Wars Luke shoots a stormtrooper and it's like a ah. That's kind of what it sounds like. Oh, this high yeah. pitch. It's used like in 250 movies. I think it happens like twice in this movie. Definitely once when the guy gets hit off the fan boat, he's just like, wow. Did you? I didn't catch it. Oh, in a, when, I think when the guy got knocked off the fan boat. When I saw it this time, I think I noticed okay, it. Okay, because I had commented at the end of it, well, how does this movie not have the Wilhelm scream? 
Oh. But I must have missed it. Uh, there, so I only watched it once. My knowledge is incomplete. Chris has watched it twice. Well, you gotta watch twice. And apparently, I talked over some <laughs> of the important parts. The oh, time. the plot. Was there plot? It took there me the whole movie to find out that it took me the point when the main character, who I wrote her name Ripley, because I feel <laughs> like she's just like a Ripley wannabe from Alien. She's got like the big curly hair. She's not like atypically attractive, but she is still somewhat attractive, you know. And she's like, when she starts like kicking ass, and we'll get to that later. But when she, I was like, oh, she must be like in law enforcement or like the FBI or something. I didn't know who she was the whole time. She was, was like probably my fault. Vague government. She was like, yeah. she they said the Washington a lot yeah. in this yeah. movie. Yeah. yeah, that was the thing. They got to get the notebook mm-hmm. back to Washington. Yes. Washington will know what to do. <laughs> Washington will hear about this. Boy, boy, have times changed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, we get introduced to her getting helicopter dinner or whatever. But we also get introduced to this military like group, like terrorist group. You know, I don't know who they were for the longest time. Except one of them has a snake for a weapon. That was pretty crazy. Here's what never comes back at, at, like as a thing. But I love that. I wrote down uh, the first line of the movie. The first line of the movie is they get there, and uh, Al- Alice Cable—that's Adrian Barbeau's name. Uh, she says, where's the nearest good restaurant <laughs> to the pilot? She is constantly wisecracking. There's a lot of like, There's a lot of wise stuff. stuff like, like pretty much got, everyone. She's got an IQ like a phone number. Is something that is said later. It's the one, and they're like, like Washington's paranoid. And then it's like, uh, like is Washington paranoid? And they're like, is the Pope Catholic? It's like <laughs> yes. a little shit like that. The whole movie, it's like everyone's just like switching up into different comedy duos. Yeah. <laughs> And everyone on the island except for, like, Dr. Holland either, like, hates this woman or wants to sleep <laughs> with her. Like, it's either or or both. Like, like she gets off the alcohol. The first thing someone says is, like, a woman. Yeah, yeah, right away. <laughs> your, your replacement got nailed. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. But I, I do like, I did kind of like the character of Dr. Holland. That actor, like, I've seen him and stuff when he's older. I've never seen young Ray Weiss before. That was is that's it Weiss or Wise? He's in a, a Ray Wise. Wise, he's an yeah. attractive man as a yeah, younger he's man. A, yeah, he's, he's a he's what they call a silver fox. Dude. Yes, mm-hmm, that smile, you know. Yeah, he's the only one who's like he's kind of like a weird into plants dude who's kind of like saying like oh the plants have a way you know we have a way, and I think you guys you guys kind of brought this up didn't you say something like you weren't sure. If that was his sister or his wife yes, at yes. first. We his... had a lot of confusion. When we watched it, we were talking and we missed the scene that sort of like defined the relationship. So we completely thought that was his wife the whole time. And we were like, what are you doing coming on to Cable so like mm-hmm. so blatantly? They jumped into it. Like, like he straight up kissed her. Yeah, yeah. From right out of the gate. And I love how hard... We talked a lot about how unattractive Cable is to us. We, <laughs> we I were think like, she's how is this pretty? And there's times where she doesn't look that bad. I think, she she gets, not... I think she gets attractive progressively throughout the movie. She yes, gets because more attractive. her hair shrinks throughout yeah, the yeah. movie, which is and her weird like shirts get smaller with her shirts. Like, yeah, any yeah. other woman's hair would get bigger in the swamp because the humidity just getting worse and worse. She just she just shrinks. That's it's kind of she, thought that she, I like grew on me in the second too. in the second viewing overall. Um, but still, yeah, very, they, like, I felt like they went so hard out of their way to establish, like, all right, this is a hot woman, like, mm-hmm. that she's supposed to be hot, play along. Yeah. Like, the first dude, after she gets off the boat, they do the thing where one of the guys is behind her, and as she walks by, he does the thing where he, like, dips his sunglasses <laughs> with his head and, like, looks at her. 
Like, hey, get a load of that. <laughs> yeah, that's how I know. Let the record state that Chris just dipped his, <laughs> regular, his regular glasses. His regular glasses. <laughs> Perfect. I couldn't have done the voice without. I bet you look great blurry. But the thing that they make, though, is like this green goosebumps goo. That's what I'll call it. And uh, so they hear like an explosion at one point. I'm jumping around. We don't need to cover everything, but. They find out it's like this explosive stuff that she puts on her hand and like flicks it and there's a big explosion. And this is where we got another great line that was, uh, you just reinvented Nitro. Let's hope the project doesn't end with a bang. <laughs> that's, 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 that's quality. That's writer room of like 20 dudes, you know, just coming together. And I do really like, so, uh, that group, we'll just call them like the arcane group because i thought they were arcane i didn't know that was a person the arcaniacs uh-huh and yeah this is when she's like kicking ass i loved it she like punches people she's shooting Shoot people, people yeah. yeah that's when i realized i was like i mean oh. she was i think you're uh she's no ripley exactly well like, no i wouldn't say that didn't say that <laughs> she uh well, she did what she could she was I, this the first time i got the vibe that she's like a little bit more badass this time i was like okay she's She's kind of she's a she's smart about it. She runs. She hides the notebook. She's, she's like good John at escaping. McClane. Yeah, yeah. She's very McLean like, and um, I love the the main bad guy. Was his name Ferret? Ferret. Yes. <laughs> he does some judo chopping in this movie, like you won't believe. Yeah. Like just perfect judo chops. Judo chops her. He judo chops Cable. Mm -hmm. yeah. Also looked vaguely like Momar Gaddafi. Ooh, I see that. <laughs> That's how I knew he was a bad guy. Like he looks like a bad guy. Mm-hmm. For sure. He yeah, he was a scary man with his I wish the snake came back though. I wanted more of him. I felt like snake. that was a big symbolic moment where they caught the one dude. I don't know if he was a member of like Holland's like team of scientists, but they caught the guy out there and he murdered him with a snake. And I was like, ah, the bad guys want to use nature as a weapon. Oh. And then it and then it goes to Holland, and he's like in his laboratory, and he's like, "Good guys want to use nature to like grow food," mm -hmm. which was the clash the whole time. The different mm -hmm. ways they wanted to use this formula. I see. This is a deep movie. Oh, very. There's layers. so much underneath. Oh, it. I've got some layers written, but uh, I did like that. So this is like the movie got a little real when the Gator Wrangler guy, who's kind of been a dick the whole time, you find out. Via face pool, yeah, like yeah. something straight up like Austin Michigan Powers. Or that <laughs> I, I went with Austin Powers, but I thought Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo. We had to rewind it to double check we, that yeah. there was a face pool. And I still, I don't know what the situation was. If that was like, if they just had the dude in the makeup the whole time, or if they had another guy and they made him up and had him pull the face. It didn't look bad. No, it looked very good. I thought it looked pretty. It, yeah, was, like, it was totally like, was passable. There, what was his name? Like Redder or whatever. Redder, was there yeah. an actual Redder? Was he just playing the, the role the whole Did time? Did we never get? to see the real Ritter. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's kind of the vibe I get. Mm -hmm. Also established that like Arcane is like master class bad guy. British Like that's, fancy. that's James Bond well, villain He stuff. is a James Bond villain. <laughs> is Octopus. He? Yeah. Did he play one? Yeah. yeah have you seen Octopus? I haven't seen a lot of Bond. If you okay, want to see guy. if you want to see James Bond dressed like a clown defusing a bomb I do. You gotta watch Octopussy okay. because okay. that movie is bonkers. It's it's crazy. It was Kamal. That was the bad guy. Yeah. Kamal Khan is mm -hmm. the bad guy. And it's the same He's guy. He's like Arabian Prince or something. And yeah, Arcane's got like this whole plan. He's gonna get all the fluids, but then shit goes bad. I don't have much written, but like pretty much. Ray well, before that though, let's also yeah, help uh, me out here. 
this this flirtation with Cable and Holland was interesting. Oh yes, because we so we didn't understand the thing about them being uh, brother and sister, but I realized that was deliberate this time when I watched it because like when she meets uh, Linda Holland and she's like, oh, I'm Doctor Holland, she gets this really disappointed look on her face. She's like, oh, there's two Hollands. You're, she thinks that they're married. Mm-hmm. And later on, there's the scene in the swamp where he like gives her the orchid and he gets kind of flirty with her. And she's like, save the Milwaukee, <laughs> save the what? malarkey for your wife. <laughs> she she like calls save it the malarkey for your wife. <laughs> Everyone should save, save the, the Milwaukee. He said save the Milwaukee. That's, that's her I, line. Malarkey, save, I would like, just like to say malarkey. Is what to say. <laughs> this is save the malarkey for your his, wife. His arms out when he's out in the, like, he's just loving the swamp. Oh, know? yeah. I, he gets deep out there. He gets super deep. He's the kind of dude you just want to like take mushrooms and go to the swamp with. I guess it was like the whole thing was played so subtly that I read this thing about uh the like twenty. <laughs> I read the twenty three things you need to know about Wes Craven's director's commentary for Swamp Thing. Uh, I, <laughs> I can't believe that's a thing. Number one is <laughs> yeah. listen to it. <laughs> and uh, one of the one of the things they said was Wes Craven was like, there must have been some screw up because Holland wasn't married. She must have thought like she must have gone off script and thought she was talking to the actor. So Wes Craven at that point didn't even realize there was this subplot about her thinking he was married. Mm-hmm. And I only know that because then where there, when there's the scene where Cable is talking to Linda Holland and she says like, our father. Like, uh, Cable's face just lights up. Like, she looks so happy because she's like, oh, he's available. Yeah, I do want to mention that right there she brings up that, like, back in the day he has tantrums when his, like, experiments didn't work. Just so we're say establishing that. Just his temper. gonna say that right now. And so the bad guys, Arcane, ends up shooting uh, his sister. Yeah, that was, that was tough. I do think, though, that it... Oh, it God. would be less weird to live in the swamp with your wife than it would be to live in the swamp with your sister. Oh, for mm-hmm. sure, yeah. So it's still like a really weird. It's, oh, it's weird. It's a strange dynamic. Mm-hmm. Swamps are weird, you know. Swamps, swamps <laughs> are weird. And he he tries to get the formula to her then because like he thinks maybe he can save her. Mm-hmm. So if he, I didn't even catch that. Yeah, he grabs the like the bottle of like green formula. And he starts running, and that's when he gets like mm-hmm. tackled. And the formula like explodes all over him, and then he turns into Fireman and like runs out. Which is the like there's like five ten second cuts of him running. It's like him going out the hit door, <laughs> him going down the hall, like him like excuse me, and then like running outside. It took a while, but I did want to say because I wrote this down that when his sister dies, Ray Wise, handsome guy, ugly crier. <laughs> it's just, I was like, no man. <laughs> I did like it was I did think it was a little drawn out, but I did like all the effects of the swamp exploding, oh, the green yeah. fog. Like mm-hmm. that stuff looked cool, like because that made me feel like I'm watching this kind of cool swamp movie. All that those kind of effects. <laughs> well, and like one of those overdubbed bad guy comments, the way you would just hear like the random like troop say mm-hmm. stuff. You hear one guy go, "You don't see that every day." Yeah, <laughs> I love there's, one. There's like, there's like serious action going on, and then the the people would just like be making jokes. About it. And there's the name Tyrone like a hundred times. That's the only name. Oh yeah, Willie Willie and Tyrone. Tyrone gets shot though. Tyrone gets shot by his own guy. Friendly that's fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's so funny. Uh, I was pretty mad, like, for this is something stupid, but, like, when, um, what's her name? Cable, which is a pretty badass name, was running away, trying to hide. She's wearing, like, that bright red, like, weird owl. Just take that off. <laughs> take that off and, like, Rambo yourself with some, like, 
mud, you know? You should know this. <laughs> they they worked their way down. She's wearing a swamp colored shirt. So, like, later when she takes off the weird Alice shirt, <laughs> then it's like she turns into a camouflage. If, which she's trying to hide from those guys. Maybe start there with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Instead of the floral print shirt. <laughs> mm. so, it's just such a bad shirt. <laughs> But uh, when she gets away, we get introduced to like definitely one of my favorite characters. When she gets to the gas station, I have it written down as a young Southern Hannibal Perez. <laughs> he reminds me of Hannibal Perez so much. He does talk slow. Yeah, he, he talks, talks slow, slow and he has one-liners and he's like, "Oh yeah. no, here comes." Oh, trouble. him and him and Cable fit together so perfectly. Like they're the they're That's the the, the pairing they've always dreamed of. Mm. There's that line where they're like hiding because she calls Ritter, but it turns out Ritter's Arcane, so he sends his guys after her, and they show up at the gas station and they dive over the counter and she's like, "Do you have a gun?" And he's like. What kind of neighborhood do you think this is? Of course we do. <laughs> I do love the effect when she's like running away and she shoots the gun when it explodes. Because I had no idea what happened. Like, I felt like that was just like, oh, that's the effect of a gunshot. But they had to have the guy like to make it clear like, look at that. Her old gun exploded or something like that. Oh, and before, before she even gets away, like after the bunker explodes, she just like, they're still scavenging around. And she just wakes up in there. Like, she just spent the night in, like, a burning bunker with the other guys <laughs> everywhere. Mm -hmm. And that locket. Oh, yeah, yeah, the locket was a big Which point. adds more to, like, the weirdness of that brother-sister relationship. <laughs> like, you don't have a family locket, do you? And it adds to the Bruno, the, the guy who takes the locket, and he puts it on the tree, and later he, you know, comes in as just, not just, like, a brute, like, mm -hmm. army dude, yeah. For sure, yeah. That, that was definitely some. Uh, they were they were dotting some eyes there. That let us know, like, hey, Bruno's a guy to keep your eye on. He's not a <laughs> yeah. he's not another Willie or Tyrone. He seemed, like, <laughs> he seemed like he had like sympathy for for Cable. Yeah, know? yeah. He wasn't mm. a completely bad guy. I didn't know if it was that or if he was leaving a trap. Oh, that could wow. be too. But mm. I don't think so. I think he just took a look at it and he was like, I don't have the heart to keep this. I'm gonna and he hangs it on a tree. Mm -hmm. Which is like the perfect place for a swamp thing to find it. That is true. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I uh, I do love like there's a few of these just random cuts to the swamp thing just yelling, you know, <laughs> just oh, yeah. like he'll just like cut to him and he's ah! doing he's got the arms out though, just like Doctor Holland did from before. Oh yeah, well I mean that's gonna be frustrating. That's a tough <laughs> adjustment to make. Watching him like scream reminded me of like Darth Vader in the episode three, the really embarrassing like Padme or whatever. Yeah. That, that's Where did he? When did we first see Swamp Thing? He saves her like right in the beginning. I thought. Oh, right after she escapes from the bunker. Yeah. She oh, runs yeah. out of the bunker. He's gonna get caught, and then he's like, and he's like they like, throw. Oh, that's right. He's like drowning her. That was a really hard scene oh, to I watch. Oh, I forgot about that. that. that, that he was a little like, later in there. Or no, yeah, no, yeah, right because there, yeah. they catch her. They catch her. That's right. They yeah. caught her in the bunker and they took her outside. Mm -hmm. But she'd hidden the notebook already. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then like fake Gaddafi is like, we're gonna Dunking take you out. Like, yeah. yeah. And the, the John Williams score, the fake John Williams mm. score is going full blast. That was like a moment of absurdity I noticed. It's like, what if John mm. Williams scored a, a woman being drowned? <laughs> yeah. and, and it did that feel like? like a West, that was the one part that definitely felt like a West Craven movie, mm -hmm. just because it felt like real intense. I was not a fan of that. Very visceral. And then Swamp Thing pops up and says, that reminded me, like going in that, keeping on that like Star Wars mode. It reminded me of when Ben Kenobi saves Luke Skywalker from the the Jawas, mm -hmm. and you don't really know his story yet. He kind of he's just like this sort of brief Avenger, for sure. And you don't quite like get who he is at the time. I mean, you know what Swamp Thing is, but it, like she has no clue. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Like, definitely all the stuff when he came out of the water, I was just like, oh, this is kind of cool. Like, any of the quick cuts or the far away cuts still do it for me because they remind me of those, like, you know, fake documentaries or not fake ones, but the ones about like Bigfoot where they show like the footage. <laughs> like when it was far enough away and just this weird green guy walking like that, that was kind of cool. But it was up know. close when he was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it was this time or like one of the times he saves her, but like, doesn't eventually she like shoes him away? Yeah, yeah. She's like, yeah. shoo, shoo. Oh, yeah, she shoes him into the water. Yeah, like, go yeah. on, get out That's of here. one of the times thing. I said, yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants you here. Mm. Like, she's not really afraid of him. And he she's definitely like, did just save her life. Yeah. Mm. The gratitude. And they do, they do both, uh, they kind of go their separate ways, but they both end up back at the burnt laboratory, which mm-hmm. I felt like, I don't know why I felt bad, but I was laughing oh, that when is... he was pouring the vials and you're just like dropping them but then he has that tantrum and i'm like this this disease or whatever it is is putting more into a primitive version so he's regressing to his childhood emotions yeah yeah it's deep Mm -hmm. and he can't i feel like that was the moment where if the viewer doesn't get what happened yet that's where the viewer is supposed to figure it out and then it's still she doesn't figure it out yet it takes her even longer i think when he starts Mm -hmm. like like waxing philosophical to her she finally puts it together it takes a while and because like she she sees him when she's kind of exploring the wreckage and then she just pieces it which leads to like the big fight of i'd say this is like the biggest fight of the whole the biggest action piece of the whole movie definitely not the biggest fight definitely not the showdown but the fan boats Oh, yeah. Oh, just the Duck expression. Dynasty guys just flying off in slow motion. It was amazing. I love his mode of attack where he just, like, throws people. That's mainly mm-hmm. what he does all the time is just grabs mm-hmm. a guy and, like, throws him overhead. Or, like, his... there's a cutscene, and mm-hmm. then they're, like, flying, like, ten feet. <laughs> yes. Oh, and uh, I liked, um, anytime he's getting attacked, it's grenades. And there's so many shots of him just, like, stumble falling <laughs> while grenades are being tossed at him. I love how much swamp chasing is happening. Just watching people like awkwardly chase each other through swamp water. Oh, I wonder if that's like real swamp water. I guess it would be, right? I think they did film in a in a location. Oh, that's scary. I don't like. I don't like that. Just that warm, warm water. Have you ever been in like like shallow water that's like not like ocean? Yeah. It's it yeah. Be so gross. But yeah. if this, I mean, I was afraid of. Either alligators or crocodiles. I forget which one lives there. Mm-hmm. We don't yeah. see either at all the entire movie, do we? No, what? we don't see. No, and they talk about getting bit by one. Yeah, gators are that was what happened to Cable's. Uh, the person Cable's replacing. He yeah. got nailed by a gator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they said. Maybe that was he would have had time to fix the whatever machine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Him. What's his name? The Australian, but he's actually arcane. Got all like huffy about that. Ritter. Ritter, yeah. <laughs> and I like kind of after the aftermath of the um, whole you know chase action scene, the guy who plays arcane is like posing like shirtless against. <laughs> I just thought like, did he ask? He asked for that. No one asked him to like take off his shirt and just be like. Posing like he's in a '50s catalog. <laughs> it looked it looked very apocalypse now. I will agree with that. Like he was like, can sure. we do can we do like a Duvall shot from Apocalypse Now? Mm-hmm. Can we? And I'm gonna I'm gonna just recite some Nietzsche. He's constant. <laughs> he's like quoting like Nietzsche and Sung Sao. <laughs> uh, but the movie gets kind of real after this because I mean there's little things that happen, but the thing that shocked me that I saw was 
dead Hannibal Perez kid like face down in the canoe or whatever just floating and it's definitely implied that and I guess it is what happened the ferret probably killed him or one of them yeah mm-hmm. but it, then uh, Swamp Thing ETs him back to life he resurrects from the <laughs> dead yeah. Swamp Jesus Swamp Jesus sounds like like a Leonard Skinner song <laughs> <laughs> Swamp Jesus <laughs> and he's just like we go home now <laughs> Um, and, uh, I gotta say this, Chris, you snuck boobs in on this podcast. This, yeah, yeah, that this happened. This movie that's about nostalgic films from your childhood. Well, they were putting no nudity, but... It's like a PG, <laughs> though. It's like legal nudity. There's a yeah, tiny, there's a before... tiny nip slip. There's like a sliver of it, yeah. I don't know, like, they used to be able to pull that off. I think well, I've seen a couple PG Gremlins. movies where... Gremlins, I think, it was either Gremlins or, uh, Temple of Doom. Well, there was like, because I know Temple of Doom's PG. I oh know yeah, about Gremlins. They like came out with the PG thirteen rating because things were either R or PG, and PG would really push it back in the day. And that's how we how that we got. That's just a the random list. scene though. It seemed like it came out of nowhere. And then Swamp Thing's like pervily looking. Oh, he's like. like well, that like, this movie. That this book. movie is like twenty five percent just about Adrian Barbo's cleavage. Yeah. <laughs> like that's given. It's Definitely. that's the star of the show. So that was kind of they were like, all right, here's we're gonna put this in here. I guess what uh, I the thing I read said that. It's, there's like a more of like a full blown scene in the European release. Like what came out in Europe actually has like too. significant boob exposure. And uh, the American one was cut down. But then when they released, I want like, that to be the new girls gone wild. <laughs> significant significant boob exposure. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like the Japanese girls gone wild when you translate it. <laughs> but I was like, when you picked this movie, I was totally down to do this. I knew it'd be against, not against, but it'd be totally different from everything else we did. And then when I saw the boobs, I was like, I never thought we would do a movie with boobs ever. <laughs> It was, it was scary, you know? But I, I mean, I was put back into a childhood like state. That was, was what, that, that was what Adrian Barbo brought to the table, you know? Like, that's what. That's why we're putting up with that face. Could you, could you handle <laughs> stuff like that when you were younger around your parents? Well, like I guess I, I saw that movie with my dad, so it must have been there. I was super young. I mean, it's so quick, though. It really is real quick. Yeah. It's a very, like, cheesecakey scene, because it's right after. Um, it's right after she like gets knocked out in the big chase, and she wakes up like on she wakes up and she's like sleeping on him, like he's like kind of holding yeah, that her. That was weird. That was kind of uncomfortable. But then they have this talk, and he starts like saying like the stuff about how, like how beautiful nature is, and that's when she's like Holland, yeah, I'm so sorry this he happened calls to out you. An orchid. Yeah, yeah, that's that was his the, thing. Yeah. Mhm. That that was she his move with the ladies. <laughs> he's like, yeah, there's beauty in the swamp. You see what I'm saying? Orchids are expensive. Probably because you have to go into a fucking swamp to get them. <laughs> oh, and we got like we got another like heartbreaking cliche in that scene because oh, she's like that... she's like looking at him. She's like, "I'm so sorry this happened to you. Does it hurt?" And his response is, "He's like, only only when I laugh." <laughs> and then they both start laughing until they both start um, crying. I just wanted her to just say like, "Then why are you laughing like during the laugh?" I don't know. And then and then she says like. Like, is this a dream or something? And he says, everything is a, a dream. dream. Yes! When you're, you're alone. alone. Yes! Oh, yes! Oh we had to stop the movie there because I was like, I jumped up and was like, 
was running around just going like, yes, uh, yes. It's so good. It's so that good. So that was his like Frankenstein line when he wrote that. He was like, yes. And then that's you. like after he says that, the camera kind of pans up. And when it comes back, she's like bathing in the swamp. Yeah. And like after you watch that enough, uh, you see he's just standing there, like, on the side watching her, That's just staring at her. Yeah. Holding his notebook, yeah. just like, yeah. He, like, yeah. presses the notebook into his face, and it looks like that scene from, uh, 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 Brokeback Mountain, the, like, <laughs> I wish I could quit you. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's Brokeback Mountaining the notebook, and then he throws it in frustration. <laughs> so you get, like, probably, you know, he's, he's part of, he's got manly urges, but not manly parts anymore, and it's gotta be difficult. For sure. Yeah, I didn't see. I didn't see the swamp dick. We don't know if he has parts or not. No, we don't know exactly, but I feel like it's kind of implied. Maybe that part's plant. He could grow it though, like a grow a stem. <laughs> he was like growing shit later. Yeah. yeah. He just hasn't learned how to do that yet. <laughs> that yeah. that's a part of his anatomy. He hasn't like learned how to oh, reshape. Oh, me day one the swamp. That's 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 day one. <laughs> yeah, you think he would start there, but let me get this. Let me get this going. First. He was deep. He was deeper than that. He was in love with nature. Mm. The female form came second. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, <laughs> I agree. But uh, this is where I was like doing something. I was probably just like looking at Facebook or something. But they get captured. And I did hear, like, she said something about, like, how, like, he got caught on purpose? What happened there? Oh, well, before we get to that, we have to address the fact that Ferret dies. Ferret dies a pretty brutal death. He gets iron-clawed I forgot about that. I just watched (laughs) this today. I think that's right after Jude, after he, like, heals Jude, because that's, like, another fight he gets into. Oh, yeah. She does the thing here. Like, here's a badass thing that she does. They catch her. There is so much her getting caught and her escaping and like hanging out with Swamp Thing and then getting caught and escaping. Like, I think that happens like three times. But the one time she's like on the boat with Cable or with uh, Cable's on the boat with Ferret and she kicks him in the nuts and jumps off. And then they chase her down. And that time when Swamp Thing gets to her, that's when he like finally murders Ferret, just squeezes his Jesus head until blood head. comes out of his mouth. Ugh. Yeah, there was a lot of blood. I remember that now. But is that is that when they was that bef- that was before the scene with the that her laying on him right because she passes out yeah that was she but. lay she they wake they wake up together she takes a bath he like blows off some steam and then she's just like traipsing it's right after that she like comes out of the bushes she's putting a shirt on you know because mm-hmm. they were like making it real clear like hey remember how she wasn't wearing a shirt before continuity now it's coming on nice. <laughs> and uh, and then she's like walking. And, like, Arcane just steps out from behind a tree. And Swamp Thing comes out and they throw a net over him. And, yeah, there's that thing where she's like, you knew we were going to get caught, didn't you? Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't see significant (laughs) evidence of a setup right there. It seemed pretty random. Yeah, it did. But his his reasoning, did you catch the line? No. Uh... Wait, I wrote it down. Only when I You're laugh. never caught if you're alone. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's the like the only way to get out. Oh yeah, through or the only yeah. way out is through. Yeah. That's like it's taken from another or something. Yeah. Maybe yeah. maybe another maybe. movie took something from that, or maybe, maybe that's just another that. like maybe Eastern it's an philosophy. Room. I don't know. This movie is basically like just a patchwork of cliche phrases. There's so many. All mm-hmm. of Cable's style, pretty much like. Cable and Jude's whole vaudevillian team, even like the bad guys, there's when they think they killed Swamp Thing at one point, the guy, he's like, yeah, uh, he finally bought the farm. Or should I say the vegetable patch? (laughs) (laughs) I missed that, but I'm laughing for realsies right now. That's good. I mean, a farm is full of vegetation, too. I had never heard that saying, bought the farm, though. 
I've, I've heard it, but I just I don't know what that. I means. haven't heard anyone use it in like tw- that was the last time someone Once used it. I don't know. Yeah, the okay, reason. I was about to call you out. I was like, the, what, what, I don't buy know farm why not die all the is time. Is that the same farm people send their dogs to? Is that where it comes from? The dog farm. I think yeah. it's that they they bury them in the ground. Mm, I man, I, okay. can, I have no idea. Yeah, we didn't write these, man. <laughs> I just We're like I trial. like I just like imagining that Wes Craven sat like just sat down with a list of these expressions. The only way out is through. He really bought the farm. He just mad libbed his whole script. You there say? goes. There's a line where Jude, after like one of the fights, Jude is like with Swamp Thing, and he's like, "There goes the neighborhood." <laughs> what neighborhood? Why are you there, kid? There's no sign yeah, of where? parents or grandparents. What is There's just a deal? gas station in the middle of the swamp with a payphone. Uh, yeah, Jude. It's, it's, I think yeah. for the listeners, I need to clarify: Jude is the Hannibal Buress character. <laughs> Uh, I'm so glad you guys get the Hamble Bres thing because I was like, I'm going to say that it's, and be like, so no perfect. one's going to see it. <laughs> wouldn't it be amazing? I didn't look it up, but wouldn't it be amazing if that was Hannibal Burris? It wasn't. It wasn't, though, because oh. at the end when the credits were going oh, on, right. I was like super excited to find out <laughs> if he was someone and I... Mm. And he was just nobody I recognized. I lost in the cracks of Hollywood. Young Hollywood guys. It's rough out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, but they get caught, and this is pretty... Oh, wait, before we move on, I just want to yeah. say this about Jude. This is a this is another neat little detail I learned. Uh, I thought Jude and Cable had a really sweet relationship. Like, they kind of hit it off right out of the gate. I guess uh, uh, Adrian Barbeau still keeps in touch with the actor who played him. Like, oh. They made a friendship in real life, which is weird, because she was a grown woman, and he was, like, like a 10-year-old boy. Yeah. <laughs> like the Macaulay Culkin, Catherine O'Hare, Home Alone situation. Oh, is that another he one? He still calls her mom. Oh, very cool. Very, it's very cool. nice. So mm-hmm. I just like thinking about that. Like sometimes Jude calls Cable and he's like, "Hey, <laughs> this is just further proof that Jude is not Hannibal Buress." <laughs> you don't think Adrian Barbeau and Hannibal Buress would kick it? I mean, maybe, but mm. I feel like I don't. I, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't see Hannibal Buress just sticking around that swamp. <laughs> I do like so yeah they get they get captured and there's this like fucked up dinner where it's not just like all the military guys or you know uh, the bad guy arcane there's like guests there and there's a woman tied up like I didn't get that who are all these people that caught me too that's a huge like they're having a full blown banquet like all yes. these people are just there like supporting him like arcane has all these friends suddenly mm-hmm. outside of before that he's just with his like his weird assistant. That, like, ambiguous relationship. Yeah, that one. And Bruno is, the, like, this is his night of his Bruno's life. the guest of honor. He's the this one who, he night. made the big catch. Mm-hmm. I, I was, like, really, I was feeling for him a little bit, even though he's kind of a jerk all I was like, good for you, man. This is your dinner. Enjoy it. You know what I like to think about, though, is, like, the, like the occasion that this dinner was marking was, uh, as he referred to it, the duplication of the Holland Formula celebration. Yeah, don't put that, that in the title. <laughs> <laughs> was that in the Evite? Did they send it out like, hey, everybody, we're duplicating uh, the Holland Formula uh, no, next Friday, I... <laughs> and we'd, we'd love to have our best friends and family around to help us celebrate. This has been a long trip. This has been tough. It's been, we put a lot of work into this, and we want you all there to pay off with us. Be like a vanilla ice called Ice Ice Baby, the under pressure. <laughs> the duplication. The under of the pressure queen track. duplication. <laughs> but, um, so you think, like, I thought right then Arcane was just gonna drink it, but you find out that he's put the, uh, the, I don't know, I'm gonna call it a potion. 
It's not the right. The, the okay. serum. They kept calling hey, it the serum. Hey, you like your science? I'll keep my magic. I'm going to call it a potion. The Holland Potion. Oh, the Holland Potion. Um, he, <laughs> you know, the real occasion here, the real thing they were celebrating was uh, uh, Adrian Barbeau's cleavage at this yeah. point. Because this is where this is where it built the up to. The most pronounced yeah. cleavage. She you, somehow, you see more here than you do in the swamp scene. Like, overall total. She's in a very cliche damsel in distress dress. It like, has orchids on it. Mm. Do you think what? he explained to everyone why? So. It, do you, it has when you do that, on it that I thought were orchids. Ooh. Oh, that's, yeah, that's good. That's good. I don't know, though. Maybe you, that was like, just a mess with Swamp Thing because he was down there like, what was Orbit? Did we miss a scene where he explains to all the other guests why there's a woman tied up? No! That, like, <laughs> Did that come before the it. camera? Like, was that like before, right beforehand? He's like, hey, everybody, so it's we're duplicating this formula she also. Was she tied up in view? She was like seat of honor yeah. right yeah. next to our in a chair. Okay. okay, and then she's tied up. Sorry, Ed. She didn't even have her arms to use utensils to eat. Was I've someone going to feed her? I've only seen Swamp Thing once, so. That'd be the worst. Just a weird, like, butler, deformed guy just, like, feeding her with a spoon over there. I wouldn't like that. Well, we're about to have the perfect person to do that. Um, so you can't look away any point in this movie, because I almost did. <laughs> and you would miss this gem, this turn to 11. Uh, Bruno drinks it, and he turns into a small person golem werewolf <laughs> that jumps on the table. And it made, I clap for yeah. joy. Like, I got excited, and, like, I shouldn't. But I got very happy when I saw that. You know what? I gotta person. say, there was like special effects and makeup involved, but the performance really drove that. That was a mm. fantastic transformation performance. Mm. He put everything into that. I bought it completely. Oh, hell yes. Wasn't he like giggling? At yes. Like, <laughs> I loved it. Like, was like, oh. It made yeah. me so happy. And we kind of find out uh, uh, Arcane goes to talk to the Swamp Thing, find out, like, what's the deal, homie? Do you think Arcane, like, was, did he genuinely think he was rewarding Bruno? Because I think at that point... I don't think he gave a shit. No, but at that... I think he just that, wanted to use it as, as like a guinea pig. I, that's yeah. what I, I felt like he was kind of doing that at first, but the way he positions it is he's like, I'm giving you the privilege of being the first to try this. But at that point, he's convinced that the person who uh, ingests this formula is going to become like super strong and powerful like Swamp Thing. Like That's what he wants. Mm -hmm. So I like the first time I thought I watched it, I thought he was just being a dick. The second time, I'm like, maybe he like thinks in a twisted way he's doing Bruno a favor here. Like he's making a super Bruno. Yeah. yeah. It's Instead, we get, we get what was referred to in the credits as uh, Mini Bruno. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Mini Bruno. Is <laughs> it like me in every way except one-tenth my size? That's so great. I like that. Um, so, but we find out that like the juice, the potion of juice here. <laughs> he turns the heat like this becomes juice. an interrogation. Mm -hmm. Like he's got him chained up in the basement. He brings Away cable from out. The sun. Oh yeah, yeah, that's important. Oh, Keep that in mind. Okay. He brings cable out, and he's like threatening to hurt cable. He's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna murder her. Tell me what this is. And Cable's like, Don't tell him, Alex. Like this isn't that important a detail. Which his sister does before. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it's just pretty crazy. She put her life on the line, mm -hmm. and, like, wouldn't it have been a bummer if they killed her? And he was like, no, it's just who you are. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't that big a secret. There were bigger mm -hmm. secrets. Well, I like that there was kind of, like, a moral lesson to, like, the formula. Like, it it, it uh, amplifies your, your essence. essence. Your essence, that was what they so used. So it kind of yeah. had, like, that Aesop fable feel to it for me, you know? And I love it. Takes some hubris to drink that stuff, doesn't For it? For sure. But yeah. the effects of the transformation were a little. Uh, I'm like, okay, I, maybe like with Bruno, they were like he's like cowardly and timid. He shrank. 
you know, but mm. and then with uh, Swamp Thing, they're like, he's pure genius, so he like that's. It's I don't good. see the translation from like <laughs> genius to plant man. Like mm. I feel I don't know. I feel like if he'd become like all brain tissue. That would have been more of the genius essence if he just became a human brain. Or, or got like, like a brain. Like if his skull would have grown. Yeah. What I think what I think it was, I think that uh, I think Holland's a little off. I'm gonna offer my own interpretation. Oh, shit. I think it's like you become more uh, the thing that like you love. Because Holland loved the swamp. Holland said earlier, this was great foreshadowing, when he's out on the boat with uh, Cable and he gives her the orchid, he's like, I feel like a tree. Deep down, he was a tree, and that's what he turned into. Mm-hmm. And Bruno, like, probably loved dogs. <laughs> or like he felt like, like he was just being controlled by Archangel. He was like a like a monkey, like a puppet sort of, you know. And like, I don't it was know, sort of the role, I like yeah, that. a little bit like more henchmeny. Yeah. Although Whoa. then I gotta say, Bruno, he turned it around. He kind of, he wound up being a pretty good dude ultimately. Oh uh, yeah. I, I felt a little that. bad that like I feel like his essence deserves something slightly better, maybe. Uh, he needs a visit from the Blue Fairy or something after that for doing yeah. good, you know? Like, I, I'd love that. Just a little hooba da doo da da And becomes, like, you know, a cool dude after that. <laughs> but, yeah, like, I would never drink this stuff, you know? Like, too much too much of me, I don't want that. You know, I'm very happy with enough essence I have. What do you think you'd turn into? Oh, <laughs> a stunning eagle, dude. A stunning eagle? Look at that eagle look, dude. Mm-hmm. Okay. Eagle that can read minds, dude, <laughs> and just gives great gifts. I could see that. Those are the two things. Feathers I want. start emerging. Mm-hmm. Just like, hey, I know you ran out of dishwashing soap. <laughs> here you go. I'm out of here. <laughs> and I fly away. Hey, an eagle who gives practical gifts. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. What would you be, Isaac? I have no idea. Um, hmm. I'd be like. I feel like I'd be something to do with, like, plants or something, right? Like, yeah. I'm, like, all about the environment and stuff and the be vegan thing. So you'd follow, you'd be pretty close to Holland? Yeah, but I don't think I'd get the super strength or anything. I'd just be, like, a basic plant. Maybe instead of, like, swamp <laughs> thing, you become, like, woods thing. Woods thing? Yeah. Oh, I'd okay. see, like, like, kind of like a group knockoff. I like that. Like Forest man. Oh, <laughs> forest man. I like that. And then you just have, like, four, four leaf clovers that you, like, pick Ooh. off and give people. That grant, that grant wishes. Nice. Oh, right? I got a little magic glass. <laughs> yeah, dude. Too. I Why like not? that. What about you guys? What do you think? What's happening? I have been uh, stressing out for the last four days asking myself this exact same question. <laughs> <laughs> Waking up in, in sweats. <laughs> Sweatpants. I feel like, I mean, if you become the thing that you love and you obsess over, I'd probably like be some kind of weird like linguistic superhero. Ooh, I like that. I just, I like... I, I like studying languages. That's, Very cool. That's my most obsessive trait. So I'd definitely be like. Are you, are you like multilingual? Yeah, but I, I. So I've been studying Chinese, and I spend so much time thinking about like all the different, um, different radicals, different characters, sentence structures. I feel like that would. That is what my. The, when I drink the juice, it would probably focus on that and like solidify mm. into something. Some, nice. Basically, Google Translate. Cool. Like closed C- captioning. Like C-3PO. <laughs> uh, yeah, I turn it. You make like live closed captioning happen. Yeah, yeah I like that. <laughs> you like you can like like just shoot words at people out of your like, mouth. Yeah, I'd be like the like the or monsters, projectiles. the aliens from Arrival, how they can like <laughs> yes. write and like project it. Except I would be like simultaneous translation. I like that. 
like, I, I you wouldn't be mean, so candid there. They're just a, like, what are they saying with those shapes? You'd be like, here, this is this is, uh, this is what you can read. It picks up the most obsessive trait, and that's definitely the thing that I get nerdiest, most I'd just be about. a pile of Harry Potter books. <laughs> I'm very, I'm, I'm worried I would be some kind of, like, clown monster. Clown monster? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, uh, that would be the exaggerated form of a comedian. It would be a sad the depressed clown, clown monster. monster. <laughs> a, a bipolar you best, clown beast. You have the best jokes at the worst times. Is that, like, your, your thing? I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's but a sweet you, super superhero team we got. I know. Fuck <laughs> the Avengers. Woodsman, clown beast. Woodsman with four leaf clovers that grant wishes. I got you guys if you run low on TP. You know? The toiletries. You clown with the jokes. You're the wild card. You always have the last line. And then, you know, if we go to like a different country, you got us. You know? I think we got something going. Amazing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you were trying to break down. Uh, Bruno's change and you're breaking down Swamp Thing's change. I would love, love for you to explain Arcane's. Well, I would love to know. I would love to know what Arcane thought he was gonna become because he's seen like you were talking about this. He's seen one guy turn into like a swamp monster, another guy turn into like a little, <laughs> little monkey. Yeah. Thing, like weird gremlin monkey. What did he think he was going to... And like it's so weird that he wanted this because he's like, oh, Swamp Thing, he's so strong. I feel like maybe just work out a little bit, Arcane. Yeah. It was, that seemed to be the main thing. Is he's like, so powerful. Oh, but he's, he's so strong. But he's also so swampy looking. <laughs> yeah, and like he doesn't have genitals anymore. So there are downsides. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> that like so, that there are dis- there are definite disadvantages. There's probably better ways to like achieve your goals. Yeah. Now. Also, we don't know if Swamp Thing can leave the swamp. Swamp Thing. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was bad. Yes. I had to do it. Everyone. That was the theme song when they made the the cartoon of it. Really? Yeah. They made a cartoon a years cartoon. later. Like this came out in like 1982, and then in like 1989 they made a sequel that was more of like an action comedy. And uh, around that time, they also tried to turn it into like a kid-friendly thing. So they made a cartoon and like toys and stuff. Yeah. Uh, would so uh, I guess before we jump then, because I don't want to forget this, would you want to see this remade in like the the even though they haven't had a great track record of recent that DC gritty reboot? Because the comic is apparently much darker and has yeah. more to say. Here's a here's an interesting thing in the comic. It was like. Uh, it was kind of revamped by Alan Moore, the guy yeah. that did like Watchmen and, and some of the Vendetta. best Batman graphic novels yeah. ever. He they gave it to him in like the early '90s, and it was kind of like it was sort of the comic was I think sort not completely unlike the movie in tone, and uh, they brought Alan Moore in, and he like like kind of uh, reimagined it where in his version, uh, when Holland runs out into the swamp, his like body and everything like dies, but his memories soak into this like landmass. And the thing thinks that it's Alex Holland, or Alec Holland. Oh, nice. So it like it thinks it's Holland and has to make itself like a dirt body, like make itself a body of like land to try and become that. Similar to and Sandman. It, kind of, yeah, but it like it's not so technically it's not Holland at all anymore. It's like a, a vegetation patch that it just thinks has, it's like, Holland. The conscience of- of Holland. Okay. So like, and then he goes, he gets into like this whole like identity crisis issue. It sounds really interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, and that was like a piece. thing that. I, I don't think that was the case in the movie. In the movie, it's more so just the guy turns mm-hmm. into the monster. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what the what Arcane's thing was supposed to be. It I was guess scary at first. He was when like a he was like kind of he looked thing. insane. Before that though, when his face was like bumble bubbling yeah. bumbling bubbling and like blue, there was like all these like that like would have legit freaked me out when and I then was And he went younger. into like a cocoon kind of. There was yeah. a great one, there was a great like contrast where they would show like clips of him going into that like 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 scabbing over and like bleeding everywhere mm-hmm. and then it would show swamp things little baby swamp hand growing yeah. gradually <laughs> oh yeah so you were seeing like it was like another thing where you were seeing the two sides against each other like growth versus destruction yeah, yeah there was so much suspense yet so little held into him just like oh, i can't reach the light <laughs> just like uh, nah, no. when he emerges <laughs> like he looks <laughs> In, it looks ridiculous. What Arcane lo- reminded me he of lo- is the, the Rat King from the Nutcracker. That's what he Oh, is. right on, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very, like, rodent-y. Yeah. If you, mm-hmm. Mind you, if you found, like, that thing in, like, your kitchen or something, it would be horrifying. Mm-hmm. Definitely. But it was just, it was weird. It was it, it looked like, it looks... That was the worst costume effect for me was his final form. It like, looked like those things in the village where you're like, it's, yes. is that supposed to look bad? Or the like, they remind me of like the Power Ranger villains, like where oh, it's just yeah. like a guy in like a suit, which I had known. Right, right. Did you guys right. know that Brian Cranston was under a lot of those? Oh my god, that's what, incredible! Really? really? Yeah, he was like, if you don't get your eyes, he was that guy a bunch of times. <laughs> Three iconic roles in that mm-hmm. man's life, and that's he came back to be Zoran or whatever his <laughs> name is in the new one. He's, oh he's yeah, the big yeah. Place guy. But yeah. It, it it looks like he yeah it looks like he's like a furry or something like that. <laughs> That'd be the scariest furry to see like out in the public. Park. And his body is all like like scaly like he's got like a like a furry monster face and like mm. upper body like it's a lot of chest hair. Weird mohawk you can mm. go yeah. Right? And but and then like his body is like uh like like plates or something I don't know like reptile-y. He's like a like a lizard rat. Lizard rat, yeah. lizard rat, and and he goes after a swamp thing uh, and grabs a With sword. A sword, I love that. <laughs> that's, what, that's what makes oh, me think yeah, of Rat King. Cause like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, my roommate came home like during this, like which, like you know, I don't really give a shit what he thinks, but it was just kind of funny. I'm just watching like this movie. I'm just like, yeah, this is what's happening. Right <laughs> it was pretty great. I love though. Jumping back really quick. uh so Bruno does have like you know he lets them out like we said, but I love that there was a safety mechanism in the jail. Oh, yeah. like, I, was so, I was like, fuck that! Why couldn't the door just been a jar or something? Don't but why? Why couldn't Bruno just use it? I don't know. Like because he was just... like, I can't reach it. Yeah, <laughs> he has to have cable like, do it. He's like, you just twist the candlestick up there. I can't reach it. <laughs> and they don't decide to do this. And oh wait, no, because he had to get free. That's why he had to get free from the chains. Mm-hmm. And then he could do that. Okay. I that guess. plot holds up, I guess. So, I just didn't like that written in. Like, didn't need that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, during that final showdown, which is definitely straight up, like it was, it like tickled that like monster movie oh, fanatic in me. Just like two dudes. As ridiculous suits. as Arcane looked in that form, I was like, I cannot wait to see him square off against Swamp Thing. Yes, with a sword. Yeah, Unless... and now Swamp Thing has both his arms back. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. form, right I don't now. think one arm Swamp Thing could have taken. Uh, Pig, pig, lizard, rat, okay. Yeah. But I did, I did write that uh, when Ripley, I keep calling her Ripley. In this we'll call, I'll call her Cable. Get stabbed. I love how like the whole time I'm like, I have no concern for this because Swamp Thing's Jesus. So like, <laughs> don't try to play with my tender heart. Like I know what's about to yeah, happen. Yeah, there's no consequence. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we saw what he did to Jude. Mm-hmm. Oh, before uh, Arcade even catches up with him, though, it's great. Also, uh, Bruno's little aid that he gets when he like. 
There's a tuck and roll. Yeah, like he trip like trips. Him. He trips Arcane, and then he's kind of cackling and running around. Yeah, and he's doing like a have a nice trip. See you next time. Yeah, he's wisecracking already. Like he's completely over the fact that he's not human. Uh, a human man anymore. <laughs> he's yeah, totally used to it. Carefree. It's good to see him like happy in his new form. He's gonna go audition for Labyrinth. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I was gonna say. So during all this, we got that awesome fight between the two. But I like, like I said uh, about her being a badass. I kind of felt like this was still her movie, and maybe she should have like struck the final blow. Uh, this is me. I mean, I want to see the Swamp Thing fight Monster Man, but also I feel well, like I'm I think following that's... this woman through her struggles, and at the end, I want her to. I want Swamp Thing to be down with an, all his limbs off, and she's just like. <laughs> You get away from her, you bitch, and like stabs her. Oh wait, that's aliens. <laughs> but you know, you just wanted her to be Ripley. Yeah, if you're gonna give her that hair and just like that general way, I know what you're doing, and I don't like it. Well, I kind of like it. <laughs> yeah, she kind of she ended up falling into more of like the damsel in distress role. Although well, she like she made an effort, she did what she could. She had some badass moves. Well, yeah. this was also kind of like a play on Beauty and the Beast. I felt a little bit, you oh, know, yeah. even though they didn't at the end like come together, there was a little of that because he was like, "I know things about smart stuff," you know, and she was kind of into that. Mm-hmm. Mm, I would have liked, you know, at least a little kissy kiss at the end between them, and then he gets turned back to normal. And she got to watch him. She got to watch him stab Arcane to death. And then that you get good. to see Bruno like spin. He like comes back, <laughs> you know. <laughs> deserves to come back. Oh, I wanted Cable to turn into a swamp woman. I think. Oh, that, that would have been good. Oh. That would have been a good... See, that's that what the sequel should have been. Yeah. Washington doesn't need her back. She can be a swamp woman. Mm, I would <laughs> love to see that. What kind of hair that. would she have? Like, swamp moss hair. Oh, yes. Yeah, it would be that moss. It would be, like, a perm. <laughs> also, it seems like that. It seems like swamp thing... It, like reminded me of like old Greg a lot from Mighty Boots. <laughs> oh oh like, they should hang out. They should hang out. I feel like. <laughs> oh, I would watch that show. Just Swamp Thing going over old Greg's little yeah. like <laughs> drinking Bailey's from a shoe. But <laughs> <laughs> Bailey's from a shoe. <laughs> I really want to go to a swamp after watching this though. I think it would be cool. Like, the Everglades, yeah. right? Isn't that Swamp Premium area in Florida? I don't know where swamps are at. <laughs> you ain't got the hookup on the swamps. I wish people thought there was maybe a possibility of swamp things. The way there's like Bigfoots and uh, abominable snowmen and whatnot. I want swamp thing to be like I don't know something to look for. Well, yeah, cryptozoology. Well, I could swamp talk things. to the the guys at the History Channel. We get a show called like Swamp Hunters. That would be fantastic. Mm. Swamp Hunters. We get the fan vote. Yeah, and like I'm like my name's Eagle because I'm fierce. You know, just stuff like that. <laughs> oh. Here's some toilet paper. Nice. (laughs) I didn't know what to make of the fact that Swamp Thing stabbed Arcane to death with the sword. I was kind of bummed by that because first, when he gets him down the first time before he goes to heal Cable, he uh, like uh, Arcane has a sword. Swamp Thing picks up a branch and he like beats him with a branch. Which once more, I I took that as like nature overcoming like technology. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he should have killed him with nature. He should have bludgeoned of... him right there. Yeah, because that would mean more to it. It's I... great that he revives Cable, and then like Cable's first words to him are, uh, "Behind you." Yeah, <laughs> that was a good thing Cable did. Mm-hmm. You know, she could have been like, "Oh, what's that?" Yeah, that was good. Mm-hmm. She stepped in there. Yeah, I still wanted like a jump scare maybe at the end, like they're you know they're walking away, but then somehow like the body comes up, and then you hear a gunshot. And it's uh, little Hamble Verez. He comes back <laughs> at the end. He's the. I took care of it. 
You know, that that's my ending. We get him back, but just very he randomly. He just runs over. That's yeah. all I remember. Because that's this little, like, 10-year-old kid just wandering around the swamp all day. The mm-hmm. whole movie, I was wondering, what happened to Jude? Like, where'd he go? <laughs> like, yeah, he just comes back at the very end. So. Oh, yeah. That, the end got to me a little. Uh, it's kind of, he's walking away, and she, like, she wants him to stay. She's like, come back. And he's like, well, she's like, we you can, can get you doing. your practice. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> with what? Cause he's, with these, these hands. Uh, but she says, hands. she says, I'll be your hands. Uh, I'll please. be your hands. Yeah, right? <laughs> That's so sweet. Oh, I like that. And then Jude shows up and he's like, Swamp Thing told me to come pick you up. <laughs> when did that happen? Was he like before? Was this before he set up them getting captured? Was he like, hey, Jude, this is gonna. <laughs> Maybe when he saved him? I don't know. You sent him a text. This is gonna be like, I don't know, give it about like 12 hours. Maybe yeah. shoot, we're gonna go to this banquet. Meet but us I, in I'm that gonna one, find a way out. Meet us in that one swamp area, you know? Yeah. Right? <laughs> By the orchard. They did. They did talk about chess earlier, and like Arcane was like, he's smart. He's always playing moves ahead. Maybe Swamp Thing had this all worked out. Oh, I like. He's like, he'll take the formula. Obviously, he's gonna turn into like like a like a rat lizard, and we'll fight, and I'll kill him, and then Jude shows up, and I gotta, I just gotta go back to the swamp. That's where I belong. And then it just very very low key. Not a lot of resolution beyond that. No, it was an abrupt ending. For me. We end on Jude and uh, Cable standing there watching him, and then Jude says, uh, he'll be back, right? And that's sort of, I feel like that's them, like, inviting a sequel. <laughs> They're like, if this is good, we got more. <laughs> <laughs> We're not sure. And it was good. It was very good. Oh. oh, yeah. I had a lot of fun with this movie, you guys. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is one I'm going to cherish. <laughs> yeah, it's, it was. I mean, I'm really glad that I saw it, and I feel like I missed a lot of the like movies that a lot of other people saw when they were younger. So um, sometimes I'm not as excited about the remakes. But mm. if this was remade, I would be so stoked. I'm yeah. I'm bummed out. More people don't know about this movie. This should be a movie you can freely talk about and reference, and everyone gets it. This movie deserves, like, Star Wars status. But you know what I just realized? This whole time, I've been confusing the Swamp Thing with the creature from the Black Lagoon. You okay. said something earlier that... See, I just, see, I just realized that Swamp Thing wasn't a classic universal monster. Oh, you thought this was, like, a remake of that? I thought it would, like, like, a, like a spiritual remake, if that makes sense. Yeah, not no, like it's, direct... it's kind of... Well, no, it's not entirely... Because Creature from the Black Lagoon is just, like, that's what he is. Well, there's a chick... Yeah, I guess I'm mythology, but I'm saying there's a chick... Or a swamp thing, or a creature from water holding a damsel yeah. in distress, and that's on both of the front covers of this. Yeah. Um, I mean, but lots of monsters carry women that way. That's how they do it. Not, <laughs> never over the shoulder. Well, if you put him over the shoulder, that would make a terrible poster. Just, like, <laughs> just her butt. butt just like facing. Or like, just her oh. hand smushed. Well, and like. he's more. <laughs> creature is like a fish man, and this is like a swamp man. He's more like a plant man. They did want nice to. Word. They did originally look into filming on the set where Creature from the Black Lagoon was shot. I guess that's like a soundstage in Hollywood somewhere, oh. and they can sit. They were going to shoot it there, and then some, they they just decided to actually go uh, on location with it. Very cool. Very cool. Well, guys, is there anything else you want to elaborate on or talk about with this movie? Did we did we talk it out sufficiently? 
think we covered covered a decent amount of it for sure. Mm-hmm. I could go on for like another two and a half hours. I've <laughs> taken such extensive. We'll have a notes bonus feature where you can just go on a monologue. Mm-hmm. Thing. I want one like, by like one. You Facebook all leave video. <laughs> you just like oh, yeah. We just, just spent like a solid day after it talking about Adrian Barbeau and making mm-hmm. puns about her. So mm-hmm. it's it was really memorable. Well, that's cool that's that you guys are able to have that because it's kind of funny when him and I do this podcast, like, we won't talk to each other about anything involved. So it's kind of interesting having you guys as, like, this one, like, Megazord force of, like, <laughs> awesomeness, you know? And usually, like, we're like, yeah, that movie. Yeah. No, I'm, we're not going to talk yeah, about it. Just sit down. Because, like you said earlier, you're going to say something really funny and then mm-hmm. it's not going to be, yeah. For sure. Especially if it's, like, a, a bad movie. Yeah, this was, like, a fun bad movie i know how dare me but uh like if it's a bad movie but bad you mean like, good right yes exactly <laughs> sir you mean really like good cinematic masterpiece but if we're talking like thumbelina like i'm like hiding like the face of disdain oh jeez, i'm sorry sorry i made you watch the movie i thought it was good like when i was a little kid you know we talked about that already. i know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna rehash it it was a bad but thumbelina's bad choice and it was isaac's but um <laughs> So that's the end of Hold Up, Throw Down. I think we're giving it all a hold up, even though that question only applies to one of us. Hold, holds the F up. Holds, <laughs> holds the F up. Solid. Could not hold up more. Mm-hmm. Well, well, cool, cool. Well, you, you guys... know what? It holds up as well. I got, like, I've looked up. We were so obsessed with Adrienne Barbeau. <laughs> <laughs> what is I've, she doing now? I've, I've looked her up. I feel like she looks better now, like in the, f- in, 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 in the, in the face more so, I guess I would say. <laughs> She, well, uh, you well know. maybe we can reach out to her and get delete her. some of the stuff I said about her <laughs> if you do that. Oh, I, I, I'm trying to spell this Barbo. Oh, that's definitely nice, but but yeah, B A R B E A U. Because she like, reminded me oh, of like her character reminded me of like a young Carla Tortelli. <laughs> she was very spunky. Is that a is lot that, of wisecracks? Yeah, cheers? from Cheers. Yeah, yeah same uh, hair. Uh, that's. Oh, there's some interesting pictures here. <laughs> it's like a hit or miss on what's going down, but yeah. I'll, I'll shoot her a message on the Twitter. I tried to reach out to uh, Dougie Doug, who uh, we did the movie That Darn Cat that he's oh, in. Oh, nice. But he's in Cool Runnings and stuff, all that mm-hmm. jazz. But didn't get a response from him. Well, let's, <laughs> let's tweet at these people. Let's get Yeah, everyone listen. tweet Adrian Barbo and Ray Wise. I was just, I mean, she... I think Adrian Barbeau looks very attractive now. It took I had to watch the movie for like a little bit and kind of get to because her face is just different, so I had to get used to it. But I don't like in a I don't think she's unattractive. Way, now that you know she's of. listening. Well, yeah. I mean, if she is listening, she's I mean, she's great. You know, did you escape from she was in Escape from New York. She was great in that. She's great in everything she does. She's really the fan, she's great in this too. You know, just I would say the timing Oscar on those lines. Thing. Yeah, not many not many actresses can pull off like unremittent wisecracking. Mm-hmm. Like she can. Yeah, or just like frizzy curly hair and like minimal clothing and running away from monsters. Like Weird Al shirts and massive that. cleavage. Weird Al hair. <laughs> Takes a special well talent. Takes shirts. a special talent. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys for coming. Um, Chris Schmidt, Joan, La Rosa. Sorry. No, it's fine. Um, Thanks for letting me join this. Oh, like, this is super fun. Yeah, I'm glad cool. it, it really put some closure on my week of, of being kind of coerced into watching both Swamp Things. Cool, cool. But it turned out to be an awesome week of 
And uh, if anyone wants to see more of you guys, hop on the Milwaukee Comedy Scene Facebook. You guys usually post like open mic stuff you go to, right? Or if you go to uh, the place to look for open mics, would be MilwaukeeComedy.com. I host the Duck and Cover open mic at Frank's Power Plant on Tuesday nights in Bayview. So stop on out there. Very cool, very cool. Uh, I was going to plug April 20th. I uh, wrote for a sketch show. It's going to be at the Urban Harvest Brewery. That's uh, Thursday, April 20th from 7 to 8. I believe tickets are $5. Um, Isaac, anything else to say? What'd you um, think? If you had to give a tagline to this movie, what would it be? A tagline to this movie? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Swamp up. Swamp it up. Swamp it up. Swamp it up and swamp it down. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. I'm Fred. And I'm Isaac. Thanks for coming by to Hold Up Throw Down. Check us out on holduptthrowdown at gmail.com or on Facebook. And keep it swampy. Yep. That was the Nostalgic Film Podcast starring Frederick Dakin and Isaac and Derek Cato. Please check out their Facebook, or if you have any questions or film recommendations, you can reach them at holduptthrowdown at gmail.com. Thank you.